All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all are not this is ready. Uh, black. But y'all better get ready. Table. Table. Read. Uh. Yeah. Let's go. Black Table Read. We the team to get you focused. We the hottest. We the baddest. We the boldest. Turn up the volume. It's your people. Yeah, you know this. Young black artists in the fold. Yeah, we own it. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feeling? What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the Table Read, y'all. Black Table Read coming back at you for another beautiful week. Jarius, how was your weekend? Uh, I don't know if I had one. (laughs) You didn't have a weekend? It don't feel like it. Uh, with uh, with shows and rehearsals, uh, yeah, it, it just all kind of morphs into yeah, just another work week. Um, so currently, so that was the show your weekend. Work- yeah, it don't feel okay. like I had one either way. <laughs> oh, so your uh, weekend had to be free in order for it to be because I mean, it sounds like you were booked and had work to do. Yeah, so right now we have rehearsals uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, ten to four. Um, so yeah, not much, uh, by the time I get home, I'm ready to take a nap, eat and go to bed by like six o'clock. So yeah, but, uh, it was good. It was good. What what about you? What about you? You know, I did some exploring, so there are a bunch of cute little cities here in Georgia. Um, I've been making the mark to just explore, like I said, and see what the state has to offer, but I'm starting with the metro area and then try to work my way out. I'm actually wanting to do a lot more, you know, like outdoorsy things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's hot as all good out in Georgia, oh, but you know, there's always things to do. <laughs> yeah, because you're up there in like overcast Maine. So with work and things like as you said, you know, eventually hopefully you'll you'll get to get out because I know they have some beautiful sites up there. But no, I um I actually checked out uh, Roswell, Georgia. So, I mean, I've been out there before a couple of times just to visit friends and stuff, but really wanting to like visit like the Roswell mill. They have like a cute little downtown area. So just wanted to like venture around and just be with the locals, but it was nice. And then of course had to catch, catch it with my basketball, you know, I'm a Celtics fan. So we are in, (sighs) well, it's not dire, you know, we're not in bad shape, but there's definitely no, it's three, two. And we're back in Boston uh, for the next game. So, you know, once they tie, because it's going to seven, like, period. They're not, they're, they're not going to just, like, let go. So there's that. But in other news, moving forward, uh, let's get into this blacktop. Y'all know how we started off. You know, we bring you some good news, uh, some interesting news, and sometimes some bad news. But we're going to start on a good note. So, Jared, what's the first thing you got for us? Well, on a good note, shout out to Miss Octavia Spencer, who has just recently signed a deal to produce true crime content for Di- uh, Discovery Plus. There's too many pluses out here in the world, y'all. We got Disney Plus, Paramount, it's just uh, AMC Plus, too many pluses. <laughs> but she'll be uh, producing true crime content for Discovery Plus um, Investigation uh, Discovery. So her um, production company, Orit entertainment uh has signed an exclusive development deal with investigation discovery so 
I think she already has two projects like within the works that she's executive producing for the ID and Discovery Plus um, company, one of which is called Highway 20. Uh, and it addresses the society's gross mistreatment of women and focuses on a ghostly stretch of Oregon's U.S. Highway 20, where women, uh, where many women and girls went missing or raped or murdered from the 1970s to the 1990s, which I know nothing about that. So I, I'm not a big true crime person, but I might I might check it out, see what she uh, has going on and support Miss Octavia Spencer. So shout out to her. Um, I love when I see us just keep stretching into new territories and new things like that. So kudos to you, Miss Spencer. What about you? Yeah, there's nothing like some some good crime. My mom is one that is a a super fan, I will say. She loves like, you know, like the ID channel. It used to be things like uh what was the the show that was on Oxygen? Snapped. Um, oh yeah, I do remember Snap. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of derived from there, and it's to the point where now she's like, "Yeah, I can't go to bed if I don't watch my crime." <laughs> but, oh, she a brave one because I can't go to bed like that. But you know what? It's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's very much because you know my my mom's a soldier, so it's literally just like yeah. she she's very aware. You know, you you got to have the azurpum tight, where mm-hmm. you know you 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 see all these different stories of like you know kids getting kidnapped or you know you go to a grocery store don't park to the don't don't park next to the white van that doesn't have windows you know what i'm saying things like that show up on like dateline and stuff all the time on these crime shows and it's like dang if i would have been a lot more you know just alert then it just it just would have it just would have made more sense (laughs) but that's dope yeah yes and and i know just looking at like other articles and stuff with her production company, Octavia Spencer, like she's that's like her that's her niche. Like she loves getting into yeah. into the things like that. Okay, what else you got for us? Well, I I don't know if this is a good, good note or a bad note. It's it's an okay note. Uh, okay. But after uh, thirteen years of syndication, the Wendy Williams show is officially coming to an end. Oh. Uh, the final episode will air actually this Friday, which seems so abrupt. I don't know why. Maybe I don't. I haven't watched much TV in the past like month and a half. So I don't know what's going on. Um, But yeah, so, you know, she had this like reoccurring of like guest hosts and things like that for pretty much the last like two seasons, I want to say, since she's been out. Uh Uh, But now Sherry Shepard is taking over her time slot with her own show. Right. Um, So that'll that'll be happening really soon. But yeah, so it it ends on this upcoming Friday, June um on what was it June seventeenth. So um oh, that's so she sad. she had a long career. I, I know there's like speculation of like what's you know really going on with Wendy and you know, we can't really tell yay or nay, but hopefully, you know, she's in good health and you know taking some much needed time and deserved time and you know comes back with something else you know so but uh it was her show from what i'm reading it was her show that um the model of fox tv stations used uh for like their tv shows so she was kind of like the guinea pig that kind of kick-started all you know the shows and kind of how they were set up and everything so shout out to to kind of being the blueprint uh, Wendy on on what we know as um, television uh, television as we know it. So yeah, mm. so 
Yeah, I wasn't Enjoy a fan. your time. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely was one of those shows. I love how you just like, slipped that. I wasn't a fan. I mean, I was. I mean, you know, to each his own. Oh, neither was I. Their I, own. She definitely was just part of the extra crew for me. Where it was just like, oh, for sure. But I mean, I I remember back in college when I was you know studying on radio and broadcasting. Mm-hmm. She definitely was like one of the premier people to to you know like study up on because she studied up under Howard Stern. And if you're a follower uh, of Howard Stern, you know how controversial yeah. he can be. But he's Always. also a premier voice in radio. And yeah. I mean, she made her mark, especially, you know, being one of the few black people on the radio, you know, especially like at the rise of like hip hop and everything. So she she's a yeah. sensational voice, but yeah. she also brings a lot of dirt, which I mean, you know, we, we live in a in a society it's, that it's just, with sale. You right, know, we 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 is. pry upon the the scandal, and that's definitely what she would love to do. And I, I if anything, I would love to see the clips of guests that would yeah. come on to her show, and they would like they would be ready for her. They'd be reading and, her, and they, you know, she would come with a question like, "So you're divorced?" And it was just like, <laughs> "And you're broke?" You know, it would be like things like oh. that. Like they would be, they would come back oh, real quick for gosh. her. But there, you know, she, she she like you said, she did set the blueprint for yeah you know, syndica- you know for 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 daytime shows in, in that but uh in that i will never forget the uh audio clip of her and whitney houston going at it that will forever be oh yeah that's definitely up there with the crack is whack audio clip that sure. that right there oh my gosh i i've never seen anybody else get windy that red <laughs> in a long time so right. uh but you know like i said yeah definitely the blueprint I'm sure there are people who enjoy her take on things and will miss her. But uh, yeah, H- happy trails. <laughs> You'll make it, girl. Moving on. You, you, so all right. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, lighter news for my Viola Davis fans out there, got a big old arrow above my head right now. She will be playing Michael Jordan's mother in a new upcoming film. Along with, uh, I, th- I believe it's Ben Affleck's upcoming Nike biopic. Uh, like I said, she'll be playing his mother because she was of an essential. For those who didn't know, she was an essential part of his deal with Nike. So, on set with this cast, we have Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayans, Jason Bateman, Chris Mazzina, Julius Tennant. It will show on Amazon, and um, like I said, she was an essential part in his Nike deal. So they have Bateman down as Rob Strasser, who was the Nike executive and eventual branding expert who was a key Mm -hmm. in securing the deal. Chris Tucker, he'll portray Howard White, who was a former college basketball player and a junior exec at Nike's basketball department. And Tom Papa, who's also going to be in the cast as well. He'll play former Portland Trailblazers exec, Stu Inman. And also a cool thing is... Uh, Viola Davis's husband, her real Julius. life husband, yeah, he will play Michael Jordan's father, James. So come oh, on and grace dope. the screen with your husband. I see that, but I love that. you know, any any time Viola graces the screen and, and definitely in the biopic state, because right now she's playing Michelle Obama in the First Lady along with Michelle Pfeiffer, and yeah. um, I I'm it's definitely on my another you know title that I have to catch up on. My is list that on, of things. What is that streaming on? 
the first lady on yeah. HBO? HBO Max? Yes, HBO Max. Maybe. Okay. HBO Max. Yeah, yes. then I can watch it. I gotta yeah, yeah. Shout out to thing. AT&T for putting that on my deal. Wonderful. Hey. Um, so yeah, shout out to Viola Davis on yet another mark on the wonderful screen as she does all the time to another set of news. <sighs> we love it when people just, just make marks and just <laughs> do beautiful things. Jennifer Hudson mm. has now joined the EGOT status. If you don't know what that is, that is Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony for her Tony win for uh, Michael R. Jackson's a strange loop. If you did not catch Sunday's Tony Awards, first of all, everybody all around, it was a beautiful, wonderful yeah. display. Yeah, of, it was one of the best. Oh my gosh, like from top one to finish. First of all, Ariana DeBose. Oh, she hosted that thing. I, I, I was she for the looks. That. The looks were giving. The all white ensembles. But also ensembles, just like the energy. Everything. The oh, energy. yeah. Everything from from the get, all the surprises, because it was a 75th annual Tony Awards. Yeah. So you had some reunions that happened. You had, of course, the performances. The perfor- <sighs> Can we talk about Jakina? I was oh about to say, can we talk about Leah, J- Leah Michelle? <laughs> Who? Leah Michelle. No, no, no. We No, we not. No. No, no, no. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, but, that's, uh, yeah yes. That, that no, holds Jakina, nothing to what to what Jakina, Jakina did like. that. She <sighs> did that. Oh my god! And the crazy thing is, I saw I so I saw Paradise Square, uh, probably about like back in what was that April? Yeah, because you saw that and a strange loop at the at the was it the same? Uh-uh. Well, I saw a strange loop, uh, probably like a couple weeks ago. Okay, but I did see um Paradise Square, uh. And like, I was just floored. I was just like, "Who is this woman?" Uh, but then I've like backtracked her her credits and and clips and everything. And sis is, and she's from the A. That's the that's yep. even more like from Tri Cities High School. Like, put on for the put on for the home team. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. So, but. Back to what you were talking about. Sorry, we, yeah. We, so we that, got off that, on that has nothing to do with what, it, what. But we just had to give a shout out to that queen because she did that, and she won the award for uh, best actress in a musical. So <laughs> clap on that. But yes, yeah, so Jennifer Hudson, she's reached EGOT status, and she has joined uh, the none other than needs to be mentioned will be Goldberg with the same status. She uh, is on Slate as a producer, along with some other folks. And I had to look this up. So you got Don Cheadle, RuPaul, Billy Porter. They're all, yes, they're all producers of, they're, they're, yeah, they're also producers of of A Strange Loop. If you didn't see, like, Billy Porter, he was up there. Oh, yeah, I did see Billy. Just to throw, like, (laughs) just a little bit of shade. So when they won Best Musical, (laughs) I don't know if anybody (laughs) else paid attention to it, but you have... Billy, that's like in the back, you know, he's he's standing next to another person. And I've, I'm not sure of the the woman who was speaking, but it was it was a white woman. And, um, you know, she's giving her thanks and all this other stuff. But if you catch Billy's face as this woman is thanking everybody and even her own family, it almost was that look like, girl, this is not your thank you. Like, it was just like. <laughs> mm. Took up all the time. <laughs> I literally was just like, Billy was just looking at her like, 
Okay. I was trying to figure out who that was. I was I like, was why too. is Michael not like, speaking? And then at the end, there was a person that was like, oh, 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 we have 10 seconds left. And she decides like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like turns the mic towards director. Michael. You know, like he, the, the writer, like mm-hmm. the creator. Because yeah, Michael he, he also, uh, R. Jackson. Yeah. Yes, he, yeah. he, he, <laughs> it was just funny. Yeah, <laughs> because as he's trying as he's trying to talk, the mic turns off, and it was like, oh, because it's the last word of the night. So mm-hmm. we're just like, oh, so uh, cool. He, you know, the creator gets the last ten seconds after she's thanked everybody. But yeah, anyway, shout out to Jennifer Hudson for reaching that status. She's a queen. She's obviously she is amazing at everything that she does. So yeah, congrats to her. Yeah, um, I I I really want to go back and watch it just to watch the show again. <laughs> oh yeah, because now ticket prices are about to go sky high because it happens every yeah. freaking time. So hopefully the next yeah. time I'm so in I'm the glad city, I got I to see definitely... what I got to see before it went up. <laughs> so right, I hope the next time that I go up there, I'll be able to catch it. Yeah, if not, look. Um, Get to that ticket window as early as you can, or today. T- only thing about today ticks is like the the fees. That's the only thing I hate about it. But they're fairly reasonable if you're trying to. Oh yeah, I just see the charge because they don't they don't do all that with the extra fees and stuff. Oh, see, I need to get on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but our time coming. Our time is coming. You hear me? Oh, for sure. I saw. All I could say is, two years. Two years is coming. Two years it's coming, y'all. Two years. Four. I will be at the Tonys. <laughs> okay. I will be at. I will be in attendance. Come on, two years. Decked out. But cool. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's been the Black Top. We're going to come back at you with the table read. So keep it locked and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Black Table Read, um, and it's time for the table read. Um, this is where we have our topic of the day. We're just going to dive into it. So today's title is Members Only. Um, every time I say members only, I can't help but think about the member only jackets. It's just kind of where my mind goes. <laughs> but uh, today we're kind of going to dive into a topic. We've been, you know, we, of course, talk a lot about the industry and and how it looks and what we want it to look like and all that kind of stuff. But one thing in particular that's come up, I know, especially in my life as well as Lydia's, is this idea of um, the difference between union and non-union and how that looks and how that's perceived amongst our um, profession. So you have equity, you have SAG, I mean, you you have stage managers union, you have all these various unions to join and be a part of and there's perks and there's not perks uh depending on how you look at it uh but recently you know there's 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 been a lot of talk about like whether or not you should join right now what's a good time to join and so i I don't know i kind of want to i think we should dive into this dissect it a little bit you know so lady what what are your thoughts and also like what status are you right now and and what what does like that look like to you going forward? Mm-hmm. So I'm currently still non-union. I am um, an EMC candidate. So that's uh, 
basically where, you know, you can get your points towards becoming equity. Uh, I think within this last year, they opened it up basically for anybody to join in, whether you have enough points or not. So with EMC points, you once you get up to 25, you're able to join or you can continue on to get the full 50. And at that point, you're basically like, you know, asked to join unless you have a specific theater to, you know, say like, hey, you know, you've gotten enough credits right now. Like you got to join. So, yeah, I'm I'm not at that point yet. But like I said, I'm, I'm still getting those points as much as I can. My thing with the with joining, though, as I've heard it, because, you know, you you have opportunities that come from every which way. And some of the times, you know, you have people that are like, oh, even if it's, you know, equity, like if they call for equity members, still just go because you just never know. But then you have certain things that are just like, no, you have to be equity in order to audition for this specific project. And you have, you know, things like national tours that are going on, some of them non-ec and some of them equity. And I mean, the good part is, you know, you, you had that chance to join in on a tour if you're not equity. But of course, there's such a difference because, you know, with, once you join the union, you have that protection of the union. You have a lot more money coming towards you. It's so many, you know, different parts, as you said, but there's also, there's also that chance that you can gain by, you know, going after different opportunities that, you know, you can still gain as a non-equity actor. So it's, it's, I know there's a lot of friends that I had that, you know, went back and forth that, you know, who had the points or didn't have the points or they were thinking like, okay, should I have to go ahead and join or should I just, you know, keep going after these opportunities for the non-equity because, you know, right now I just ain't got it because those dues, <laughs> they're, they're, they're up there. So I know, um, yeah, another yeah. one that I'm, I know that I am eligible for is for a SAG-AFTRA. And I mean, again, it's, it's one of those things where you had the opportunity still where if it's a SAG project, then hey, jump! I jump on it when whenever I see fit. As far as like joining right now, yeah, I am kind of in, in in between. I'm I'm thinking about it though. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. I just I just had this conversation with someone uh, recently because I'm kind of I'm in the in between spot. Uh, I'm in the upside down. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I've been burnt. I've been burning through. I'm finally on season four of Stranger Things. Um, I started season one like last week, so that tells you what I've been doing with my downtime. <laughs> with what you said, a Stranger Things. With my downtime, yeah, I've started it. Uh, but I'm oh, on season four it. now. Oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to watch the very first episode when it first came on, and it just didn't catch me. And I just let it sit there, and I was like, uh, I guess. But mm. yeah, with it ending, I was like, maybe I'll jump on. So I finally jumped on. So I, I enjoy it. So, yeah, but I'm uh, I'm in the, I'm in the in between. So I'm I have been very grateful and gracious for the opportunities that I've gotten lately as a non ec also EMC candidate. Um. And still being able to work and travel for work and all these kind of things. But it's gotten to a point sometimes where I have my points. I can go equity if I'd like to. I, I actually got an email recently 
They're like, hey, you have your points. Do you want to go or do you want to go to the second level? But you got to pay us money for both of them. And if you don't, you're going to lose your points. Okay, so tell us about the levels. So like the first level is just like you just need 25 points Mm -hmm. and you pay $200. Yes. Yeah, you pay $200 and then you accrue, you have to accrue like 25 points. Once you reach that or go over that, then you have the option to then go equity or you go to the second tier of the EMC, which is you need 50 points to go equity. But from my understanding is you can go any you can go equity at any time while you're in the second level since you already gotten your 25. Right. Um, so the second level is just so you don't lose your points. And then if you accrue more than good on you. Uh, but then I want to say right now we also have open enrollment that is still active. Yeah, that's active um, until May 2023. 2023. Yes. So. Yeah, I I thought about going, um, but I, I think I'm going to hold off. I think that's just not where I'm at right now as far as... Do tell us why. Just what... Well, <laughs> well just because of where the industry looks right now. Like, there, I can, I can get more attention or I have gotten more attention just doing my own thing um, as a non-equity, just using Actors Access and Playbill and word of mouth and sending emails, like... I, you know, I've kind of, but I think what I have a problem with sometimes is the value and valued importance. There we go. Say words, Jarius. (laughs) The valued importance that we put on actors, whether they are equity or not. It's almost like, um, it's almost like name brand stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, the people wearing polo, like Ralph Lauren polo, are the equity people. But you know, us non equity MC people, we got US 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 polo assassins. Look, look, you know, you usually got you good would get clown back in the day if your man wasn't riding the actual polo. Y'all with them shirts on, they sell them at Look, you should. As long as you are clothed, that's all we should I care mean, yes, about, y'all. I, you know, praise I'm, praise him if you have the clothes on your back that he has provided for you. But but yeah, <laughs> even looking at a U.S. polo assassin gives me anxiety, y'all. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm gonna get clowned. <laughs> Yo, I had a family member that had one of those shirts on, and I quickly had to recently. Like, pull it. No, this was like this was years ago. Oh, we was, was actually like, at a little recently. family get together. And I'm like, okay, bro, I see you with your shirt. Mm. And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, because we were at it, like, like I said, a family we get together. It's food. Mm-hmm. So he think like, like he had like a stain or something on it. I was like, oh, okay, I see you with your USPA. He was like, USPA. And I'm like pointing out the, the initials on his shirt. And he was just like, what's wrong? I was just like, it's fly. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you fly, bro. <laughs> you got to go to TJ Maxx, bro. You got to, we got to. Look, put you no, on. no, no shit. No shade, no, no tea, but we got to take you. We got to take you and, and put you on. I said, come on, baby. Let's but, go to JC Penny and see what's... But, like, <laughs> but they got to say along. They got there. some. It's Father's Day. <laughs> you, you ain't got to be no father, though, but you can, you can get the sale. <laughs> but oh. that's how it feels, though. Like it, it is literally that type of feeling when you go into these rooms and these spaces where it's like... It tickled me. <laughs> um, It's like my importance is based off of one how many points i got yeah. or how much money i just shelled out for you know via open enrollment 
Or like, you know, a while ago, it was like, what kind of credits do you have on your resume? It's like, what? Oh, yeah. it's I've been always, working. It's, it's always it's like, it's always some that. type of angle. Yeah. It's like, I'm, you know, you constantly playing some type of like chess or something, just trying to better, you know, just get a foothold in the door. Mm. And so for me personally, I'm not going to go until I am forced to go. Um, or I get a, or I get a contract that I have to be equity to do, i.e. Broadway. Um, cause I don't think you can be non-union and work on Broadway or in New York, even on background, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like you can, but I feel like you can't also. Maybe I'm making that yeah, up. Yeah, it's probably like a little loophole with that one. Yeah. But I know like, as far as like working on Broadway, you have to be equity. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just going to wait. But also, I know this is another thing that I don't think people will realize, but like if you have an agent and you are not equity, that gives you another leg up on being seen for equity work. It uh, sure does. Which I'm kind of mad about that I learned late. <laughs> also, I don't have an agent, but also it's just like, well, dang, that's that's another that's yeah. another thing I feel behind on, you know? Yeah. And I had I'm. I'm so grateful for mine because literally like I I feel like just the the checklist that you know you should have when you're in college like if if you're going after whether it is theater acting whatever or even if you're going in some kind of creative space cuz even like you know stage managers um you know designers and everybody like mm-hmm. if you're going in that realm there should just be like that ultimate checklist that your department heads, your prof- like somebody should just continue to provide because there's still so many students that will leave school and move to these cities and not know what the heck to do. I know for me, I kind of just had it in my mind, like in order to get to said place, I'm probably going to need this to get there. And an agent was definitely one of those first things that I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure like, you you yes you can still be seen and and do yeah. you know big projects if you don't have an agent i mean you're mm-hmm. you, it's if anything is showing that you are willing to you know like get out there and grind for real for real because you're literally getting it by yourself yeah. and shout out to the people who are but definitely like if you have an agent it does like you said give you that leg up because you have somebody that's basically in the that's literally the middle person yeah. between you and you know that casting director that you know that project that's that's looking for somebody because i hate sending emails back after a certain point (laughs) (laughs) especially when it comes to like compensation and stuff that is so uncomfortable yeah and and there's Um, and there's still stuff that i self-submit for yeah um but i also like if there's things that i've self-submitted for and say if i you know need somebody to, to negotiate like even if after I have, and they're still just like not trying to budge, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> give me a second and get yeah. that good old CC going, hit my agency. And it's just like, hey, so yeah. can you jump on this and see see what can happen? So, yeah. But, but I feel like a lot of times that's, that's not, and I, I, y'all gonna, if you, if you listen to the show, I've had lots of conversations. So, you know, I'm constantly talking about our industry and, and how to change it. And, but I had this conversation with someone who was on Broadway and I expressed that. Also, it's. I would like it to be noted that I am, I, I'm a little behind in in this realm of the industry. What's that? So, 
um, in in musical theater and and stage and that, I'm a little behind. So you know, I got my bachelor's and my master's are is in vocal performance. So I'm I've started leaning early in my career towards more like opera and stuff, which has its own set of <laughs> ways of doing things and yeah. and whatnot, and it's a little bit different. So when I made you know the crossover uh, switch to do kind of both, and I've done more musical theater. I feel like there's a whole new world that I myself am still trying to grasp and understand. So things with like showcases and and agents and whatnot were lost on me when I was an undergrad because the way that the School of Music does the arts or the uh, the schools are arts and sciences, the theater department and everything is one section, and then you have vocal performance, which is in the music section don't cross each other. Curriculums are totally different. So I had to lean more so to what I knew from high school, which I went to a performing arts um, in Atlanta, Pebblebrook High School, which has their own, you know, curriculum and training and everything, but nothing in the wave of like agents and equity. And this is what, you know, there wasn't like a breakdown of actually how this works. And so for me personally, I feel like the curriculum of teaching how to do the job and do the career needs to change and evolve um, to better suit those coming in. So they aren't so like blindsided and thrown off. And like, I've only been doing this full time for like three and a half years and I've had great success, but I'm always feel like I'm like grappling or I'm not far as I should be. Uh, So I'm trying to stay in the present, but it would have been nice to have known like, what agencies to look at or or what headshots not to get or, <laughs> you know, things that I should be submitting for or not submitting for. But best believe I'm working it out now. So um, that's why I said two years. Give me two years. Mm-hmm. Give me two years, Lord. But no, that was yeah. like the thing about um, hitting up like different apprenticeships and things too. That was another thing that I wanted to make sure that I wanted to do once I moved wherever after college and once Atlanta was that place and really getting to know the theaters around the city. I, I'm i glad that I had the chance to get into one. And that was definitely a few, it was a few things that I knew, but a lot of things I was kind of like, oh, okay. So like you said, with the headshots, with, um, you know, the do's and don'ts of certain things they they definitely they kind of highlighted a little bit of what I learned in college to to what I needed to for like what quote-unquote the real world um because I mean I was in broadcasting so theater being my minor I kind of it wasn't even that I had it like to the side it literally was like you know once you're focused on broadcasting it's just as much of a beast as focusing on theater and you know, you you have your headshots and stuff that you worry about when you're in broadcasting, depending on where you're going with it, depending on the 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 market that you're gonna hit. But it's like you said, when you come with it for music versus like with musical theater, same thing with broadcasting. Like a lot of the stuff you don't really worry about. Like you, when you're thinking about getting an agent as a as a newscaster, that's like later on down the road like after you've been with at least like two three networks after a while because most of the time it's you that's you know making your push towards you know after you finish maybe like your first two years somewhere if you're lucky enough you'll land in a big market say like Nashville or something like that 
and you got a lot of people who end up in like Omaha, Nebraska, not as big of a network or, you know, as a market, but you know, when you get that agent, it's just like, yo, like, you know, New York's calling. It's like, all right. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like that, that same. So I, I definitely was on that late train as well. But yeah. thankfully with the apprenticeship, like I said, they, they helped to shape a lot of that, that, um, that we needed to, that we needed to know. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm of the mind that like every, everybody's going to be different. Um, especially as it relates to apprenticeships or not apprenticeships or heck, even getting a master's, like it, it all kind of oh, yeah. depends on where you are in your journey. Cause I had a, had a homeboy who was supposed to do, um, actually where you did your apprenticeship at, um, oh, at Aurora? Okay. Mm-hmm, but ended up not doing it because he started getting cast in more stuff and now he's on a ship. Okay. Um and so, you know, I kind of told him like you could do either or, but me personally, I would get the on the job training <laughs> and yeah. see what comes about and then like put myself in circles with people who can kind of help me with what the apprenticeship might have taught me, uh, but can kind of be like mentors and and advisors about kind of where to go um but i feel like everybody is different so where that might have worked for for my own boy somebody else that might be coming out of undergrad that might not be the case they might need either a master's or an apprentice program and and even for me like after i got out of my master's i did audition for aurora's uh apco and I got to the final round and I didn't get it. But then also I was like, well, I just got a grad school. I think I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm fine. Like I was kind of burnt out after grad school to do any additional teaching. I just kind of wanted to get into the life and see what it was like. Um, so, yeah. But I I do think this, this – another thing that I have a problem with, uh, with it being members only – exclusivity access sometimes can be a little jarring um this is far especially as when you think well especially when you think you're right for something um and when it like you said like pre-pandemic was a world where you could walk into an audition possibly and get seen mm-hmm. right like you know you go to new york you go to pearl studios or ripley greer or whatever and it is an EPA or ECC, the likelihood of you being seen is minimal, but likely, you know? Right. But now in a post-COVID or not even post-COVID, a current COVID world, that is like non-existent. So it's, it's almost like it's another hurdle for you to go through if you're not a member, seems like to get seen in spaces and places that you rightfully may fit. Yeah. But, you know, with, with video submissions, like I don't think we, we won't get back. I I'd say maybe for another two years, three years max to where we're doing in-person auditions. Like we were back at Ripley Greer mm-hmm. and uh, Pearl studios. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And everybody um, was thinking, the same thing two years ago and they were like yeah give it two years we'll be there and i mean it's it there's definitely been 
changes, but we're yeah. not. Yeah, we're not there yet. Um, no. But I, I mean, here in the Southeast region, we're used to doing self-tape submissions. So honestly, it kind of just gives us all a leg up when they're just like, yeah, send in your videos. Like, bet, I already got my whole setup. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we grind down, down oh, south. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's a whole other, t- whole other topic. Uh, for, but even that, yeah. like, can get burnt, burnt out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love I, it. I honestly, I, I get excited. I honestly get excited to set up my whole, di- I mean, first of all, just the investment that it takes to get That's like, true. you know, that premier camera, that microphone, that, you know, your lights, everything. It's literally like, mm-hmm. it's almost like you're, you're getting on set, you know what I mean? And you're, yeah, you're, it is an it's, it's an audition, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's your chance to step into whatever it is, whether you're, you know, performing a song, performing a monologue, performing a scene. And you're stepping in, stepping into that element, but I, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, it, it can be a burner, but honestly, it's just like shit. I'd rather be burnt out by auditioning, auditioning versus like not. So no, um, no, and, and granted that that that's we we on the same wave with that. You know that. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, like when I was in Minnesota, I put out maybe thirty audition tapes. Okay. And it, but it was just a lot. Like after like doing a show that was already emotionally taxing. And then, like, <laughs> having to make sure, like, I was getting these various tapes out just to possibly get seen. Yeah. It, it was a lot, but I'm thankful for the 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 opportunity to be not in a place to physically audition and still, you know, get that out there. And which that those efforts did yield great fruit uh, because I just booked something really, really big that I cannot wait to talk about. <laughs> um <laughs> And then, but I also got this current contract out of some of the footage that I taped while I was in Minnesota. Like, you know, the, the, that's, the that's fruits. That's the tea right there. When you get you know. to have recycled, recycled oh, material. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. can you give us a song? And it's just like, you know what? Let, I sure can. I do. I, I, let me go five into this minutes folder. Later. <laughs> right. Let me go into this folder <laughs> with the 16 other videos that I have. <laughs> With um, minimal edits, right? With, with the with the sixteen cut and everything. Oh, you needed a monologue yeah. too. Bet, yeah. Oh, yeah. bet. I got that on tape too. <laughs> no, it's it's. But like I said, it's it's our game. Like the whole thing is is changing. Because like for me, if I were to get into a space like an EPA or ECC, the thing that I loved is like, I'm a, you know me, I'm a people person. Like I can grip and grin you with are? the best of them. <laughs> I'm really shy though. Ah. <laughs> no, but real talk, I am really shy at a certain point. <laughs> um, but no, like when I get into that space and I'm like in, you know, on my on my ish, the room is where I thrive. Yeah. Um and and I can command a room uh very easily and I've learned how to do that. And so even this this last audition that uh that I went into I, w- I did this pre-pandemic, but I decided to bring it back for my latest uh, and most recent in-person where I asked them what they wanted to hear. Just a simple question. Just like, what do you want to hear? Oh, okay. what do you have? And I rattled off like six to seven different pieces. Okay, well, we want to hear all of those. Like, I-, I don't know. And I just, you know, went with something that was just, you know what I was feeling, and it was great. And I booked the show because of that. 
I, I think not just because of that song, but just the energy that I was bringing where I'm commanding, I'm asking questions, I'm I'm doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I chose, you know, it's a non-equity thing. But even so, like, I don't I don't want people to continue to wrap up their value as an artist in the accessibility or non-accessibility that they get from whatever status they're in. Yeah. Um, I think that's a pitfall that a lot of young, and I'll group myself and I'm still young, um, <laughs> uh, a lot of young artists, especially those coming out of college um, or even like a two to three year post-college life, they move up to New York and they're not getting seen or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it's only because I'm not equity. So all I need to do is become equity. But it's like, that's half the, that's not even half the battle. That's a quarter of the battle right there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the equity status is only a vehicle. Right. Um, To get you in. What do you, speaking of black table, what do you bring to the table? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> what do you bring to the table? Um. But I, I personally, I I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or being shady, but I think what? that open enrollment was. Not shady? I no. think that open enrollment was, um, yeah. A cop out? It was a little, it was a little, it, it was more than a cop out. It was, it was a cop out and a money grab. Oh. Hmm. Because. Yeah, it, you're right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Just think yeah. about it for a minute. I mean, you know. People still had to pay that initiation fee, which at the time, if you aren't EMC like us. So, like, with me and you, if we were to go right now, we're only paying, like, $600. hmm You know. Mm-hmm. Versus people coming straight out the gate with no EMC fee or nothing like that. They paying that thirteen to 1600 or whatever yeah, it is. Th- like, I think it's 1300 And then after a while, they're raising it up to sixteen. Yeah, yeah, like you paying that off rip. That's a that's a a one bedroom in Atlanta. <laughs> that's a, not that, anymore. That's, it's, <laughs> it's it's certain areas. It, it's it's definitely rising for sure. But that, yeah, that that's is. yeah the 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 really. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, that's like you paying that off jump, and there's no guarantee that other than they have to see all these equity people for these submissions. But there's no guarantee that you're gonna get an immediate return yeah yeah definitely a cop out <laughs> yeah it's, but they they getting paid yeah 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 i mean it's and i'll talk about it later in btr but it, it's definitely mm-hmm. an investment it's it's yeah. that choice that you know you you have to just kind of just take on and pray about if you choose to or just lean into it and just be like yo i'm not ready yet or okay let Uh me do it and you kind of just have to hope and pray that something comes out of it but i think the one thing that takes me out is like you said the exclusivity with it but also that with certain projects it's almost like they make it seem as if you have to be equity in order for this to Mm. happen and you like you said you may have that one part that's like yo i would be so dope for this and you have like how you said like back then you can walk into a room at an ECC audition and mm-hmm. you know be seen with these equity members 
and say that you literally kill next to this member and yeah. you're just like, well, she's not equity. Yeah. Yeah. We can't take her. You know, and it's like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they won't tell you, you know, because casting is casting. But yeah. it it is that kind of downfall that you go in and you put your you, you get up on your good foot and it doesn't it doesn't you know step up in your favor but also that doing doing your best in an audition like that even though you wouldn't book that certain project it can allow an opportunity for say that casting company to be like hey yeah. you remember that you know that, that invisible we saw at you know such and such audition we didn't take them because they were equity but it's this workshop that's happening in yeah. this amount of time you know it definitely can open up it's, different it's different doors so, straight chess playing straight it is up chess. and i like chess is such a mind game that and I, I as many you know little like mind games and stuff that i love to love to do chess is one of those that i'm like yeah i need some extra brain power because there's so many yeah. different moves that you can do shout out to queen's gambit because i literally was just like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> but, but like even so but, the, but with this chess game is so the stakes are so real yeah it has real you know real life ap- applications and and ramifications to it more so yeah. um to how you how you advance yourself in an industry um that is very much about looks and talent and popularity and marketability um there's just so much that goes into it and and this this whole thing of equity non-equity is such an additional layer of stress sometimes mm-hmm. that it it can be a lot it it can it can even the strongest me being a person like that i got to a point where i was like i'm not good enough i don't think i mean i'm but it's like at a certain, you know, it just has nothing to do with me. It's the bureaucracy of of the game. You know, they got to see equity people, and how many equity people might have sent in tapes, um, right? But and also how many EMC people sent tapes, and did they even watch the tapes? Also, sure. is another thing. You know, it's it's so many, so many different things. Um, but I think that as and this will be my final thing, and I'll let Lydia uh, finish it up. But I think it just depends on the individual of what you want for your career going forward um, and how that looks. So equity, non-equity, but it, it's a, it's an individual decision at the end of the day. For sure. <sighs> this was a good one. We always do oh, good yeah. ones, but this was like a really good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have to, I have to concur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that has been the table read. We will be right back with our BTR moment. So keep a lot. We'll see you soon. What's good, y'all? Welcome back. This is our BTR moment. I think we got to put like a a little like song in there <laughs> to finish this because it's it's our breathe, think, release moment, and we we decide to 
take everything that we talked about and just kind of put in a little bitty, little bitty box, put a bow on top of it and have you take it home with you. But our topic today was, like I said, it's, it's a good one, you know, talking about members only. And I, I wanted to go off the, the word of encouragement because like I said, I, I came into the industry not as a focus actor, I'll say, because my my lane was in broadcast journalism. Your girl was going to be on ESPN. I had it in my mind. And even though, you know, performing was that that joy for me like it is now, but back then I I didn't put as much into it. And, you know, with broadcasting, like I said, it's just as much of a beast as theater. But once I finally made that choice, I definitely feel like I I took in every piece of information that I could from, you know, from peers, from my professors, from, you know, those people that I was meeting once I moved here to Atlanta. And eventually I did get that chance to join the apprenticeship, like I said, but it wasn't as soon as I moved here. But it is it is that choice to make, you know, if you like Jerry's friend, you know, he wanted to join in on an apprenticeship. Once he, you know, didn't get that chance, he ended up booking and now he's on a ship. There are so many different avenues to take, you know, for this career that we've chosen that the the fun part of it is you can literally make you can literally make strides in any way that you that you see fit. Whether you graduate and you choose to, you know, go straight to cruise ships, go straight to, you know, doing amusement parks, or if your goal is to essentially become an equity member, have at it and, you know, make sure that 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 strive to make it, whether it's, you know, going to this equity house and, and, and pushing forward there. And for a lot of them, they'll, they'll even come to you and say, Hey, do you want to jump on it and become EMC? Fill out that form and get those points because you never know. You you can, you know, be pushing for a whole other show and they don't offer points. The point of it is it's the encouragement of getting experience any way that you can. Being an equity member, I know, you know, some old heads who till this day, even though they have been working, they're not equity, but they've made marks in their careers both on television and on stage, and they're not they're not members. It's really just about how you want to make your mark. So be encouraged to just make it any way you can. And like I said, if your goal is to to be in the members only club, it can happen. Just you know, just make sure that you don't you don't let one that you don't let somebody else's trail get you off because their their trail is theirs and yours is yours. And also just to, you know, to seek out other things that whether, you know, you're you're looking to go after it as an actor, but you still have that experience as a stage manager back when you were in college and it kind of gave you, you know, that that same push. It's like, hey, you can get into it that way. If directing or producer, there's so many different avenues, as I said. So stay encouraged, y'all. And that is your BTR moment. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Encourage yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. No, I got to take it to church <laughs> at some point. Yeah. All right now. Come on. You better give the people a word. 
guidance you know. on this tribulous journey we call life. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, I feel good. I feel good having the conversations that I've recently had about the whole equity in our business and going forward. I'm, I feel like I'm in a good place. Some some changes are gonna happen, but uh, uh, they're gonna be good ones. So yay, um, yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. Being great and, and, and being great. Do. <laughs> and being great at it. You know what? Walk in that truth <laughs> and that power. Come on now. If we had an organ, we'd play it for oh, you. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, y'all. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're going to do what we do best and keep grinding and keep hustling. But check us out on all social media avenues at Black table read also if there's a topic that you want us to cover or even just drop us a line hit our email at blacktableread at gmail.com also if you just so happen follow me and lydia if you get a chance uh we always post cool things and and (laughs) things that we're doing uh so follow us and i just keep it locked right here on black table read we will see you guys next week stay blessed stay prayed up you know we're still in the pandemic so also most importantly wear a mask (laughs) Uh, and just take care of yourselves and uh, your loved ones but we'll talk to you guys soon peace shine bright y'all bye